Is this what you want to talk about, our imaginary love affair? I'm pregnant. I saw my gynecologist on Monday. Here's his card. You can call him. You don't, uh... Use anything? I had a very bad miscarriage last year. I didn't think I could get pregnant. Now, how do you know it's mine? Because I don't sleep around. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hello. Hey there. Hi there. Ho there. <laughs> Hello there. How's everybody doing? My name is John, and you're listening to Yeah Real Good. Who else is here? I'm Alan. The girl. The girl. Uh, I'm Chris. And this is our podcast, Yeah Real Good. We are also on YouTube at Yeah Real Good. If you search for us there, you're watching us right now. Hello. The ones that <laughs> when are you watching said, us. The ones that are watching us. <laughs> when you said hi there, how, there. how are we all doing? I almost went, good. Good. <laughs> Pretty good. Still good. <laughs> uh, we Pretty take okay. one movie a week and we roll it into another movie the next week. We give you a week to watch it. And in order, you know, the rules of the game are we need to have somebody from that movie or a director or a composer or anybody that was involved in the filming of the movie has to be involved in the movie that we're about to watch. Here's the thing. On Google, it says Jonathan Brandis is in this movie. Oh, we haven't gotten to that part yet. Oh, really? Because I thought that was a slight dig at me. uh, Oh, the... (laughs) Or was it a heavy dig? Not a slight dig. So we watched... So last week's episode, we watched Outside Providence, Uh starring Alec Baldwin, Sean Hattesey, Amy Smart. Jonathan Brandis is in there. Mm -hmm. So Ellen... Took Jonathan Brandis <laughs> into Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction. Because Google said he was party guest number two. <laughs> yeah. Which, the, I mean, uh, there's, there's, there's quite there's, a few uh, untitled or uh, characterized people as just party guests. Sure. And there's a lot of people at that first party in at the hotel. At the Japanese uh, self-help book release party where they're all 40 plus. Yes, mm-hmm. that one. There wasn't any 10-year-olds in the, in the crowd that was there. You don't know that. I don't know. He could have been hiding. You know, he could have been like... Uh, you know, me in the stands in D3. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, tell us a little bit about Fatal Attraction before we go. Okay, I didn't write, I'm trying a new thing. New where thing? I, where I don't write anything down okay. and I just uh, explain the movie. Wing it, which, wing it, yes, as we say. Yeah, yes. So, Fatal Attraction stars Michael Douglas as Dan. Yep. Glenn Close as Alex and what's the wife's name? Anne uh, Archer. Anne yes. Archer. Anne Archer as Beth, yes. Dan's wife. So Dan and Beth are married. They have a kid. They he's a lawyer. Correct. The kid, the kid is not a lawyer. It's actually a girl. <laughs> no, <laughs> it is actually a girl. Yes. No, Dan is a named lawyer. Dan is a lawyer. Yeah, named Ellen. Yes. Uh, so they're happily married, seemingly, and then she, the wife, goes away with the kid to like her parents' house for a weekend. And Dan had met Alex at this party. That where, you had mentioned. Where Jonathan Brandis wasn't. Was, was, may have been under Allegedly. Allegedly. According to Google, he was there. <laughs> and he meets Alex. And do they work together? She works somehow for him? I missed that part a little bit. Uh, uh, kind of. So she, she, she was like kind of like the uh, fact checker. Okay. Basically for this book they were about oh, to publish. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So they kind of work together, kind of don't, whatever. And so he has this a weekend long affair with her. Out of nowhere. Torrid. Uh, yes, torrid affair. Out of the blue. Spends a weekend with her. She, He's going to leave because his wife is coming home and she threatens, like, she slits her wrists. So he stays with her another night or whatever. And then he goes home, calls his wife, pretends like nothing's happened. Everything's just dandy. Hunky-dory. Yep. Hunky-dory. He's done nothing but work all weekend. She comes home, whatever, they go about their life, and then uh, Alex is harassing him, and she's calling him, and she's calling his office, and all this stuff, and she shows up at their apartment, because they're going to sell their apartment and buy a house, and at some point, she tells Dan that she's pregnant with his child, and he's like, how do you know it's mine? And she goes, I don't sleep around, which she seems like the type of gal to sleep around. I'm just going to say oh, that Oh, she fucks. The hair, the eyes, the leather coat, everything, yeah. she sleeps around, <laughs> but... So instead of being like, well, I want a paternity test, he's like, pa, and he just kind of like is, get away from me. 
Here's the number for my uh, gynecologist. Call him up if you don't believe me. Yeah. Takes the number, never fucking follows up. Yeah, yeah, does no work on this whatsoever. <laughs> so she just keeps harassing him. HIPAA's not a thing. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call my yeah, call my doctor because he'll clearly he'll tell you everything. He'll release all the information to you. Right. Obviously. Right. So he does no work to follow up to see if it's actually his baby. He just tries to ignore that it didn't that it happened at all and pretends like it didn't. And keeps trying to break it off. And then she, um, yeah, the whole thing is just him harassing. Oh, then they get a bunny <laughs> for the little girl. Yes. And Alex, like, breaks into their house at one point, takes the bunny and <laughs> boils it. A rabbit stew. Yep. Yep. Ra- yep little <laughs> rabbit stew. I didn't look, watch that part. I don't want to see the bunny in the pot. Um, and then he tells, after that, he tells his wife about the affair. He calls her, Alex, to tell her that, hey, I told my wife, if you don't believe me, here you can talk to her. And then she, Alex, breaks into his house and it tries to, like, murder the wife. And then Dan breaks in. Oh, the wife was in a car accident at some point. That doesn't matter. And then, <laughs> and then Dan comes up, rescues the wife, drowns Alex, Alex. Yeah. and then is like oh thank god that's over and then she like you know last minute the murderer has to come back it's just she comes back yeah. out of the tub fucking jason Voorhees. yes <laughs> the giant butcher knife yeah and then uh, uh the wife shoots her in the chest and she dies and then they hug at the end yeah the we slow and... pan into the family family photo yeah like, and then that's the end so it's um, a movie all about consequences consequences don't have affairs um yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, so, so that was the movie, the end. Before you go any further for that one, so there's there's two things in this one. I know I've said one of these statements before, but uh, it, this movie is the epitome of don't stick your dick in crazy. <laughs> yeah. uh, and the second one is uh, the newer age saying is uh, fuck around and find out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he literally <laughs> he fucked, fucked around, around he and, found he, found and he found out real quick. He found also, out right quick. <laughs> I did not feel bad for him at all. No. Oh. No, fuck that guy. God, no. God, no. All right. Well, so she was in a car accident. And she was in the hospital. Yeah. Uh, one part you missed was that he actually goes to Glenn Close's apartment mm-hmm. and oh, he breaks in, beats the shit out. Well, he doesn't oh, really beat the shit oh, out. Oh, that's yeah. the second yeah. time he that's, goes to her house. That's the yeah. second time, and then she goes to. She the house throws him up against the. He throws her up against the wall. Yeah. Just strangles her. Yeah. Speaking of strangling, what about it? I said he's big into strangling. Oh yeah, because he throws her up against the wall and like strangles her a little bit and is like, you know, fuck off. And then when <laughs> yeah. she breaks in his house and he murders her, strangles he strangles her, her yeah. in the water. So, he's so, big into that. So you know they 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 meet at the party. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and it's just like a hi, how do you do? Mm-hmm. That's it. His yeah. buddy, that was the first, first thing I wrote down, his fat friend, mm-hmm. you know, yes. the uh, token fat friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was one of my favorite, favorite, Lyle, you can roll into the way, but he he, yeah. he delivered my favorite line of the entire movie, uh, which was, she's she was undressing me with her eyes, but she was just having a little trouble with the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good line. Literally the only line in the movie where I was like, Ah. Yeah, I mean it's not a comedy, well, so right, like, no, the fact that you got any line out of it <laughs> yeah. is pretty good. He he was funny in that part. He was decent actually as the as the friend the whole time. But mm-hmm. Yeah, so he he hits on her first, but like, he doesn't because he's also married or in a relationship. So like, right. he, he just says or does that, and then that's when he goes up to her later on to talk her, shake up a conversation, whatever. Um, but you're but, all wait. But my oh wait was uh, <laughs> there was like, a couple of them in this one. But I had that, a few oh wait. Uh, I had one. Uh, so that guy was what I recognized him from at least was he was the dad from Honey We Shrunk Ourselves. Okay. So the actor's name is Stuart Pankin. I also thought he was from a different movie. He wasn't, but he looked like the banker from Blank Check. Oh, not, he wasn't in that. Not, not the same guy. Oh. Not the same guy. That's no, but he was. Uh, he was the dad from Honey We Shrunk Ourselves. The the kind of asshole dad, I guess. I haven't seen that movie in a long I time. I have not seen Honey We Shrunk Ourselves. My first. Uh, uh, like, Ever? No, never. Wow, that's no. Actually, that was a decent one. Not as good as the original, obviously. No. It's better than the baby one, though. Uh, Honey Blew Up the Honey Baby. Honey Blew Up the Baby. I think that's where I gave up hope. <laughs> yeah, don't know. Honey Blew <laughs> yeah. Herself is actually good. It's, Anything it's, it's, starting it's... with Honey. Um, my first Buffalo Bills oh, wait. moment of the movie was as they were getting ready to leave to the dinner party that Jonathan Brandis wasn't at. Uh, the babysitter. Yep. Was Jane Krakowski. Jane Krakowski. From 30 Rock. Fuck Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. So yep. then I looked at her, and she's also Vicky from National Lampoon's Vacation. Yep. She's Cousin Eddie's daughter, National Lampoon's Vacation. Oh, yeah, which you, you know looked what that is, up. Yeah. Which you know what is funny, too, because it wasn't just that one. So Ellen, the uh, daughter. Who looks like a boy. Was also yeah. mm-hmm. in we'll Christmas Vacation. She plays another one of she Randy Quaid's. Ruby, she yeah. played Ruby in yeah. Christmas Vacation. So technically, mm-hmm. the babysitter and Ellen are technically screen siblings in the movie universe. Oh, funny! In the yeah, you know, fall down a well, your eyes go crack, <laughs> get kicked by a mule. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she looked like a boy. I thought we thought she was if, a boy, hundred percent. If they hadn't said she, mm-hmm. even when even though they were <laughs> saying <laughs> she, I thought they were just being very progressive what? for 1987. The subtitles kept saying Ellen, and I'm like, they keep saying Ellen. Is it Ellen? Like, who, who's who's Ellen? Is it yeah. Ellen? No, yeah. and I literally said because he's like, well, they keep saying Ellen, and I said, well, every time I get a like a voicemail and yeah. my phone tries to transcribe it, it. Re- does it as Alan, Alan. and I was yeah. like, "Oh, they're probably just yeah. meant to say Alan." Oh, they named the kid Alan. <laughs> yeah, right. Why would? Like, uh, yeah, I thought for nearly the entire movie <laughs> that Ellen was a boy until she was wearing that dumb fucking. Uh, oh, with the collar, the, the lace collar thing, the Dirndl yeah. dress, as they yeah. say in Deutschland, like the like fuck, I, I don't know. But I thought Ellen, yes. like, yeah, I thought Ellen was a boy the entire time, and when, mm-hmm. when they were like, "Oh, it's a girl," I was like. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> what? And her name in real life is Ellen. Yes. We're looking at Which that is right probably now. easier for the young actors and actresses to match the names. That also means you may be just a bad actor. But. So they go away. To, uh, so the wife goes away to like house shop, basically, because they're, mm-hmm. they're tired of living in this, yeah, the city. Do they ever the even country. really say New York? Mm-mm. They just say so. They just say the city. I think yeah. so. Like New York didn't want to sponsor the movie? Probably not. Okay. So they, they want to... They want to get out to the country, mm-hmm. away yeah. from the city. Mm-hmm. So she goes away, and like the, I think the the fake rain budget in this movie <laughs> that was, was real be, bad. It had to be on par with the rain budget from Glenn Gary Glenn <laughs> Ross because there was like rain scenes where I think you could even see the sun. In the it was can, it was in the, the opening camera. sequence yeah. where he's going to the cabin. It's like I'm like it is bright as yeah, hell. It that, is sunny. Man, it is sunny as shit out there. Um, so maybe they were in Philadelphia. Sick. Good, <laughs> I hear it's, it's always, always sunny it's there. Always sunny there. <laughs> so he's, you know, he's a typical goofball. Doesn't know how to open up his umbrella and Glenn Close or take co- his pants off. We'll <laughs> get to that after that. Oh, God. Glenn Close comes in to save the day mm-hmm. with her umbrella, and they can share a cab together. Mm-hmm. And then they go to dinner, and you know, then the the stuff starts you know the talk and like you know you like, the affair we we were obviously attracted to each other at the party it's like, yeah were we were we though because yeah. i thought i was there with my wife who's way hotter than you um she real quick sidebar yeah his wife beautiful gorgeous for yeah. 1987 even in that like i mean she not saying pat- women like, in 87 were Bowsers, no, but the style but like the style, style like yeah. even like now she would even all her style would translate yeah she's also, sitting in the vanity she, lotioning t- up her t- boobies like how are you cheating on that <laughs> timeless beauty right. i think is yeah and she's had a beauty. child yeah. yeah and she's in her 40s and she looks better than i'll ever look she's 76 right now i i, I had to look because yeah. i was just like you know like well for the later seggies that we roll into i was like oh would i still do this or but also um, real, real quick the my point that i was gonna make is yeah. yes she's gorgeous but also glenn closes Closes? Close. Close. Closes. Close. Eyeballs yeah. are so close together. It yeah. looks like a Snapchat filter. She pointed it out about halfway through the movie and I couldn't fucking stop I said, stop look at her at eyes. They're so... It the was her scene, makeup it the, was the thing. Yeah, in the first scene though, when you first see her, her hair is pulled back too far, so her forehead's massive. Her like eyes are too head. close together. Yeah. She has no eyebrows. She looks like a Cro-Magnon man. Yeah. Like, it's fucking terrifying. She, she looks like Buffalo Bill when he dresses <laughs> One, up yes. as a woman. Yes. It, like thousand percent the entire goddamn movie and it's just like how dan danny boy like how are you <laughs> here's the thing is like she's got i really like her hair the hair, the hair worked for when it went crazy for her hair okay because it's wild and blonde she, and crazy she probably did kill for that hair. it looked like I she crawled out of bed for a morning meeting loved like, it she just just didn't I loved run it. a single brush through that thing. yeah and she's pretty she's just not as pretty i'm gonna be the nice one she's pretty she's just not as pretty as his actual wife she's not yeah. rat pretty no no she's i don't even know they're, at, they're at dinner 
And then they oh, start talking about how they can be discreet. Mm. Like, yeah. oh, can you be discreet? Oh, fuck yeah, I can be discreet. Here is uh, here is where here's where the movie goes south for me. Go ahead. Because everything that follows is the exact opposite of discreet. Yes. Before you continue, I literally said this out loud. As she's saying discreet four or five times in a row, I'm like, you guys are being the opposite of discreet by saying this shit. Yeah. You are being so fucking obvious by saying, can you be discreet? We can be discreet if you want. Yeah. So you, you hey, want to wink? You know what I want? It's like, What'd that's you, not discreet at all. What'd you do over your weekend, Dan? Oh, I just did some discreet stuff. Oh, yeah? Like, what kind of discreet <laughs> stuff did you do? Oh, I fucked a girl in the elevator and mm. sucked her boobs, and then she blew me in the elevator whilst it was moving up. Um, let's see, what else did I do? Oh, uh, after I fucked her in my kitchen sink and splashed water in her face, which was creepier than any sex scene we've watched in 27 it was, episodes. It was the worst sex scene I think we've it, watched so far. It was, it was, it was by pretty far. Um, so then... How else can we keep this discreet? Let's go to a nightclub and dance. And, and then yeah. walk through Central Park hand in hand. What in the absolute... And and yeah. run oh. around in Central Park, falling all over each other with the wife's dog. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Like, the dog's obviously going to tell. Right. <laughs> well, here's the thing. See, if somebody like, recognizes you and the dog, yeah. or just the dog right away, you're like, oh, like, oh yeah. It's like, oh, there's, the fuck but, is this There's bitch? Dan. That's not Beth. Yeah. yeah Who's like, that crazy looking woman? If... If you ever cheated on me, which you won't, you're too lazy. But if you ever, and you're like, <laughs> that's the reason, folks. Just, yeah, I'm just no, too lazy. No, Love you're, has you're, nothing to do you're with too it. nice. But if you ever cheated on me, and like that would be bad. But if I found out you cheated on me, and took that woman and Teddy to a park <laughs> oh. together and swing dancing, I would kill you. Yeah. You'll take my baby out with some whore. Oh, uh, uh, we just got done with a whole bunch of rigorous sex. Let's go dancing in the club. No, you're forty. You're, I, I, I do no, know, like, uh, how are you feeling? Are you are you up for an adventure? Like, like round two? No, I want to go dancing. The fuck? And then, so after this point in the mm-hmm. movie, Johnny G checks out. I'm like, <laughs> like, you're like, I'm done. I know for a fact that no matter what happens from here on out. I fucking hate this movie. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> so, yeah, I checked out. So then I took my sleeping pill, you know, with a, with a chaser of Zequil. Nice. I was like, only oh. gonna get better from here. Because I was like, I I do not. I, I finished. I like. I finished the movie. I remember the slow the slow cam into the, the yeah zoom in on picture. the family picture. I remember everything I watched. But I was like, I better fall asleep ten seconds after this pile of shit. <laughs> um, I have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? When you take your sleeping pill. Yeah. Sorry. When you take your sleeping pill and you're writing notes for the movie that we're watching. Yeah. Towards the end, after it's been a while, does your writing get a little like, little like wonky? No. Or no? Because if it does, I want to see it. <laughs> well, my handwriting like sucks in general, just because I'm writing it in the dark. Oh sure. So everything yeah. that everything you can see it right here. Uh, <laughs> uh, everything that I write is literally in the dark. The only thing. Casting light upon me is Glenn Close's forehead. Um, it's better than candlelight. So, <laughs> this, yeah, it was pretty bright. It's more reflective. Yeah. Uh, besides the undressing me with her eyes, only she's having a little trouble with the buttons, which mm. uh, like is a great line that I will use. Um, one thing that I really did also like in the movie is they they boil noodles. They did. Yes, they, they did. did boil they noodles. noodles. They boiled and a noodles. rabbit. They were, and a rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. Also, okay, all right, before we get any further into the movie, we've gotten some shout-outs, okay? Uh, my co- so my cousin Adam messaged me, said he was really glad that both of you liked Outside Providence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my One of my good friends, Sam, from Des Moines that I worked with at the casino, he got a new job now, and he is just starting to listen. Hi, Sam. I miss Hi, you. Hi, Sam. Yeah. Um, Super cool dude. He's literally one of the only things that I miss about dealing craps was dealing with him. And he messaged me and said that he loves listening to the show and that my voice soothes him. I said, oh, hearing that soothes me. You've told me that like four times. So I know that comment really. Cool. Just like, well, I'm telling. No, no, no. I'm saying I know because 
So four times. Yeah. This is one. Okay. So three yeah. other times, okay. not on camera okay. or recording. You've yeah. told me that, but I know that comment just really like oh it, made your day. Oh, it just hit me, and I like I I really I miss Sam, and uh, so then he he listened to the UHF episode, mm-hmm. and he was a part of the whole Natalie conversation. Now remind the folks at for home for those of you not listening. What's the Natalie conversation? So we had our Natalie numbers where we had a we had a player who was in her hundreds. <laughs> and it was how much would it uh, cost you to fillet her or how much. And so he he said, you know, I'm listening to the show. You're Natalie's story. Top notch. And I said, oh, man, thank you. And I go and I know you had your number two, but I can't remember what it was. And he said, mine was very similar to yours. He said, mine was 50,000, but I need to be included in her will. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I forgot to Fair. mention in, in the UHF episode that Natalie's husband had owned a hotel downtown Des Moines, so they had money. Oh, yeah. So he wanted 50K and to be included in her will. Mm-hmm. That'd be a really funny kind of fuck you at the funeral, too, like the reading of the yeah. will. It's like, and this one yeah. dude, this Sam, dude? Who the yeah, fuck? for the <clears throat> sake of anonymity, he's we'll just, call he's him. He's in the back. Yeah! <laughs> we'll call him Al Sambert. Um, he, you know, gets fifty thousand yeah. dollars for uh, what's this say in the yeah. will? Ooh. Okay. All right. So those were the things. Also, you got saved, Ellen. Me? You did. What do you mean? Top fan, Kate saved the day for you. Because I, you know, I was like, I was, I messaged her. I was like, Jonathan Brandis definitely not in Fatal Attraction. Mm-hmm. And she goes, Well, there was a bunny in. Outside Providence. Hell yeah! So, I was like, all right. So that, Thanks, Kate. that is the huge stretch that we're taking to connect. Close uh, enough. Yeah, there's a bunny. The bunny and also Jonathan Brandis because Google said he was Google, Google lied. Yeah. Google, Google let us the Google, most When does was, Google ever lie? I know. Like, I'm supposed to be able to when, trust it. When sponsors pay the money to. GD no, liars. I know, but I'm... <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Just like, that's, that's when <laughs> so anyway, lie. so there was a bunny in, you know, Bunny Cody. Yep. <laughs> oh, and it doesn't end well for him. Yeah, and there's a bunny that ends up in the in the stew. There is a bunny that ends up in the stew. Poor uh, little guy. Yeah, and it takes the you know it takes them about twenty seconds to process the fact that there was a rabbit boiling in the right, kitchen. Like, like, <laughs> the fuck? like also, if you are like if you try to kill my wife, and I am drowning you in a mm-hmm. bathtub. Mm-hmm. Like, how long, like, so, reading an article, Tom Cruise, when he was training for uh, one of his Mission Impossible movies, I think, like, the trained himself to hold his breath for one. Yeah. five minutes, okay? Uh, ghost protocol or whatever the hell it's All called. Right. I'm holding Glenn Close under the bath for six minutes. Like, uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm making sure the job is done. <clears throat> yeah, it would have to be a long time. Like, because yeah. there, like, two little he, bubbles he, he came doesn't... out, two little bubbles came out of her nostrils, I must be done? Uh-uh. No, like I'm holding her down there and be like, "So, Beth, let's talk about what comes next because I'm going to keep her, I'm going to keep her underwater until it's done. Until yeah. like her flesh is cold." Can you imagine how long that that five, that 6 minutes must be? I, Good yeah. lord. If you just kidnap my child. That's the part is like Yeah. Fuck the wife, but you tried to kidnap my child. You, or you did. did kidnap, you did kidnap yeah. my child. Yeah, and you took Shim on a roller coaster. Yes. Her. Her. With her little mullet. <laughs> it wasn't even a mullet. It was like it was a fucking it was the, my pillow haircut. It was this it was the start of a mullet. Yeah. I had that exact haircut when I was like four years old, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I had that exact uh, we, haircut uh, like two months ago. We, we all <laughs> everybody listening has had that haircut at some point in yeah, time. Yeah, probably. Most well, of them while they were except children. for the youngins. Yeah. Uh all right, Chris. Okay. What do you got? Chris, Give us some titties. I, show us some titties. So I, I I have titties separated, and then I have I, I was gonna do a film background on this one, just only because we kind of mentioned it's not a great movie. Mm-mm. What shocked the fuck out of me was the first thing I looked at this. It was nominated for six Academy Awards, including Best Picture. In no 1988, six. Way. It didn't win any of them, but it was nominated for six <laughs> separate. So they only released. Four movies that year, if this if this is the truth. Best picture, okay. Best actress in a lead, Glenn Close. She did great acting. She, job, she by did the way. do she, very. It was, she, it was also massively different from anything she's also done before that. She yeah. was very you know happy, funny, whatever. Like, no, this was vastly different. 
uh, Best Actress in Supporting Role in Archer. So Beth, yeah. that was her only nomination for Academy ever. Didn't she, win. Yeah, not worthy of it, but she did no. a good... She was the best character in the movie. Yeah. She she was fine. But she was fine, yeah. She, she's not, the, she's, not a word fine. No, she's like, the only one I liked in the entire movie. She's right. the only one you're yeah. supposed to like, yeah. I yeah. think. Uh, best Director... Best mm. writing, screenplay based on material from another medium, and best film editing. Which, best film editing, oh, I can kind of see. For the it, 80s, maybe? Again, yeah. I mean, it was yeah, not for, bad. for the time. It yeah. was like, it was, there were some decent shots. There were some, there were some weird fucking shots. There was weird, like, close-ups. Like, when, yeah. when Ann Archer was, like, putting lotion on, and uh. she had it, she wasn't lotioning up her boobies, as John said, because she had her, a bra on. Her collage. Yes, her, yes. her decollete, what is it? Uh, what is it called? Her neckline? No, it's called Cleavage. something. No, it's I can't think of the word because uh. I don't want to. Because I'm gonna be able. To, I'm gonna say it wrong. Decolletine. Decolletage. Decolletage. That sounds kind of right, but I don't know if it is. Well, if you're listening, like word decolletage is a thing. I don't know if yeah, it's like this whole like clavicle, but uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. So she's looking at that, and they zoom in really weirdly to that. Right. But oh. there's like. No actual like I think cleavage. It's, it's all just like bone, and then there's that, like the desk in the. Ba- it was really weird. A lot of that I think is again for the the, the male gaze. It's it's for uh, you know the husband saying, "Well, this is my smoking hot wife, and yeah. this is what I have. What at have home. I done? What the fuck did I do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, because yeah, yeah, she was. There's a lot of scenes where I was like, mm, well, yeah, I like yeah. her a lot. Uh, we were this. I'm I'm her age as she was when they made that movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm. I did all the math on it. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> like oh. I wanted to see how close Chris was because in the beginning he said something about these old people, but I don't remember what what you were talking about. And so I did the math and I'm like, uh, Michael Douglas is you know seven yeah. years older than you are now. Just yes. so you know, in, less than a decade in that movie. I started watching Ant Ant Man Quantumania the other night. Mm-hmm. Fifteen minutes, I gave up. Mm. I can't do it. Oh, is that the new one? Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to see it. Is, it I, I heard it was bad. It's it's like none of them wanted to be there. I'm <laughs> we, sure they we're didn't. not reviewing that movie, but I, like that's fine. We could get there, I guess. I don't yeah. know. I don't know what Chris's pick is yet. That would be funny if that's <laughs> what it was. Oh, that should be what it is. No. Oh, oh no. okay. Um. So six. Academy Award nominations yep. yeah. didn't win any of them. Mm-hmm. It was the highest grossing film of '87 worldwide, wow. and wow. the second highest grossing in the United States. The only thing that beat it in the United States was Three Men and a Baby. <laughs> okay, it, it grossed worldwide 320 million dollars. Jesus, yeah. I mean, I guess for the you know for the '80s and having that much sex and. You know, yeah. whatever it was in, also, in a major film, and it was also again with big it, actors, huge in it. names. It, it was yeah. big names, huge names, uh, not playing their usual parts. Mm-hmm. And a movie like this about like the infidelity and the the the, the mentally unhinged aspect mm-hmm. yeah. has not really been shown in a, up until that point in a, in a mass spectrum, or at least not for from these kind of characters. You yeah, know, like foreign films, maybe and whatever else, but you don't have a, a U.S top build actress with Glenn Close in it doing these kind of movies. Showing off sure. the nips. Yeah. Yeah, her boobs were everywhere. They I, were. She said it didn't They were in feel... the elevator discreetly. <laughs> I said it didn't feel uh, expletive because it just, it worked with the story and it seemed like her character. So she was not worried about going nude in this apparently. Yeah. Which again, She's, here's the thing. The... Just I'm just going to roll it back to the comment where she said, I don't sleep around. Yeah. Two things with that. One, if you do sleep around, that's fine. Go sure. for it. Yeah. You do you. The second thing, if you're Sleeping with some random guy that you just met in an elevator. Yeah. I'm going to say you might sleep around. Yeah. We're <laughs> like not, I would assume. We're, we're not slut shaming her, but no, she I'm just, definitely does it. But don't lie. Yeah. Like, uh, Also, I, I don't know what it is about Michael Douglas, but. He's I, not attractive. I don't see it. I've I never, never thought I never he was have. Attractive. Even like, I mean, because when I was a kid, I obviously I wasn't allowed to watch this movie. <laughs> I wonder but, why. But I remember like. Romancing the Stone and mm-hmm. fuck what Jewel of the Nile was that a movie? Jewel of the Nile, yeah, Nile. like those mo- like those mm-hmm. adventure movies with mm-hmm. Michael Douglas. And not that I've ever been like sad, like oh, I'm not attracted to that guy because like, <laughs> right. like I mean, but I'm see, not seeing him to guys. as like one of the the handsome men that looks with this leading role kind of right. thing, where, where everybody sees him as this kind of sex symbol, and you're like. I don't see every, it. Nah. Every single time he's popped up in a movie, it's puzzling to me. Damn. We're in a tight, tight spot. spot. Yep. <laughs> um, what Any, was I saying? Anytime oh, yeah, he's, he's in puzzling. a movie. He's puzzling to me. Yeah. Because I don't, he's, 
I don't think he's that great of an actor. Like, there's other actors that are good as he, as good as he is or better. He's not very attractive. No, not and really. he's not really in any great movies. I don't know. He's just as kind of like meh. And the fact that he's married to Catherine Zeta-Jones are is, they still? Yep, they are. I think really? so. Oh. oh well, I I just well, saw yeah. a thing about their prenup. I mean, I'm pretty sure they're still together. Probably they might be. And honestly, yeah, I, I just the, the, like I've never seen him in anything where I was just like sex symbol. Yeah, right. No. Yeah, it does not it's, read that at all. He plays the very good stoic, poignant rich lawyer type person that's right. it like businessman great at that also that's it he's a he's, he's a big shot lawyer yes he's, still yeah. he's a big shot Captain lawyer Zeta-Jones. but he literally has to go to like all of his other lawyer friends to ask advice on like right you should know how this you should, works yeah, yeah. Bud. like i mean i know you specialize in litigation law or whatever the fuck like but you still went to law school you still went to yeah. law school you, you like you took a semester on paternity <laughs> here's the thing i'm not a lawyer no but if i was a guy and some chick was like i'm pregnant it's yours i'd be like cool let's get a test and make sure yeah. like, yes. that's the We're first thing I especially would since do. i'm yeah. married before you right. cut your wrists and i have to drown you in a bathtub in front of my <laughs> wife um also the fact that beth just fucking plugs her like right yeah, in the yeah. oh she, wa- uh, she wanted to do oh, that yeah. oh yeah absolutely she that- probably all- if you know what would have made this movie i would like if this would have happened, I would have really liked this movie. If she shoots Alex and then just turns the gun over to Michael Douglas oh, and kills yeah. him too. Why not? Yeah. It would have made this movie fantastic. Sure. I would have gone to bed happier. Than yeah, right? Like yeah. if that if that would have been like the surprise twist is that the because, wife shoots both right. of them. It would have because, been great. Yeah, I, him like just <clears throat> confessing like, yeah, and you confess and like, I'm sorry, you know, this happened. It didn't mean anything, blah, blah, blah. But it's still it's like. Uh, now I just don't trust you forever. Right. Yeah. You're done now. Yeah. This is it. Get the fuck out of my house. And right. she did that. Right. But she then, did. you know, then Glenn Close, like, kidnaps the daughter. Alan, and, <laughs> yeah. and, to, like, and then all that, like, that rekindles their merit, you know. It, yeah. I, I, it always works out it's not like last. that in movies, and I fucking hate it. Yeah. It shouldn't work out like no. that. No. I mean, I get, like, the end when she shoots Glenn Close, and then they, like, hug at the end, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well. I get that because it's like, well, this woman just tried to murder you and then your husband drowned her and yeah. then she came back. and you did. So it's like this huge traumatic, whoop, the, huge and traumatic like experience. Some relief so and, I get yeah. like a hug maybe, but I feel like the wife's going to be like later, like, no, like yeah. get out of my house. Yeah. we. Just, I just murdered somebody. Mm, yeah. Can you go too? <laughs> yeah, can you get out of my house? Please? I got a few more rounds in this thing. <laughs> so the original ending um, actually had. Alex committing suicide uh, and framing Dan for the murder. Oh, like, that would have been good. All this so it and it was decent, but like it was actually got really poor audience reaction. Okay. Like, well, so so we have to give him something. So uh, something was, had to be fatal. Kind of yeah. The so it, it was reshot. Uh, she, uh, Glenn was actually opposed to doing it, but you know, they, in the end, he got talked into doing it going this way. But I think it'd be better to do it that way too. So instead of the suicide, do the murder. But then the wife murders the husband yeah. and then frames it as those two killed each other. Because then she'd get away with the scot free and be Or if she just guy. says, he attacked her, she attacked me, uh, self defense, boom, yeah. boom, I yeah. killed both of them. I don't know, guns I don't went know. off. I missed right. the, yeah, it just went off in my hand. I don't yeah, know. She could have she, she gotten away with it. I was just yeah. lotioning my decolletage, and the next thing I knew. The gun went off. Yeah. My hands are slippery my from hands the lotion. Are slippery <laughs> from all the lotion on my skin. <laughs> Holy uh. fucking shit. <laughs> I don't have like anything written down except our segments. There wasn't. I have a, a couple of reviews though. There wasn't. Um, oh shoot! There it went. <laughs> there it goes. There it goes. Right out the window. It's right out the window. <laughs> uh, there was an. I, I had another. Uh, uh, my Buffalo Bill moment. Uh, so he, you know, obviously his uh, fat friend. What was his name? Stanley. Uh, sure. His real name, yeah, it was uh, Stuart Tankin. Okay, Stuart. So his fat friend Stuart. So he's a lawyer. He goes to him and he like he's the first person and he's just like, uh, so I had some very nondiscreet <laughs> sex. Like a weekend affair. Like, like wow. look up discreet in the dictionary, uh, Stuart, and then think about the exact opposite of mm-hmm. that. And that's what I did mm-hmm. while Beth was away with Alan. Um, <laughs> um with the daughter. So then he goes to another lawyer friend, Arthur. Mm-hmm. And that... Damn it. Go ahead. 
No. No, no, go ahead. No, we no, can, no, we no, can no. do it together. And then you're like, oh, Oy. wait. <laughs> Is that Judge Chamberlain Hollow from oh, My Cousin Vinny? Nope. I know him from Jed in Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery? Yeah. Also, I was like, holy shit. Also, Herman Munster from the yeah. Munsters. Yeah. I watched that all the time as a kid. Yeah, same. But yeah, I remember. Well, actually, I remember watching My Cousin Vinny for the first time. And then my dad telling me, that's Herman Munster. And my uh, mind, that was one of the first times where my mind was just like, <laughs> wait, Herman Munster's not real? <laughs> I remember the first time I found out an actor was an oh, actor. Yeah, I know this story, but was it, your, was it your crush? It was my crush. I think we told this story on the show before. We probably but was, did, but I'm going to tell it again. Dozens of episodes ago. Dozens ago. Uh, it was, my first crush was Fonzie from Happy Days. <laughs> and I remember sitting on my butt and scooting towards the TV because Happy Days was started. Hey. Yeah, and it was the opening credits, and Kelly, my sister, older sister behind me, said, you know Fonzie's not real, right? God, He's played a- by an actor, and his name is Henry Winkler, and I was so <laughs> upset at two things. One, that Fonzie wasn't real, but I was also, I think, more upset that his name was Henry Winkler, Henry Winkler. and I ran to my mom and cried in the kitchen. <laughs> Kelly says Fonzie's not real! <laughs> yeah. God, that was so, I was so upset. Uh, neither's Richie, in case you're like Richie Cunningham. <laughs> no. I don't think anybody had a crush on. Nobody had a crush no, on Richie. No, no. <laughs> it's all Fonzie. All the Fonz. Uh, going going back to the movie. So you mentioned your favorite uh, line that made you laugh. Yeah, um, maybe a guffaw. A guffaw. So I I had one too. Uh, and it was one of the quotes. But so she's trying to get his unlisted number. So I, I'm calling this number. I'm calling this number, and it's, it's just saying it's un, or unavailable or disconnected. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I can't give her that information. She goes, yeah, well, fuck you. And the operator replies back, your place or mine. <laughs> yeah, that was a good line. And she, I, she, she slams the phone down. I heard the operator reply something, but I no. you guys were watching it with subtitles? Uh, obviously. Always. Okay, because I wasn't, and I, yeah. I, did, I did not it. make that out. I would have obvi- yeah. audibly exhaled through my nostrils at that yeah. moment, too. It, it, it was quite funny. Honestly, I didn't hear it, and I didn't see it on the screen, but he laughed, and I was like, what happened? What did they say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then he told me, I was like, oh. That's funny. Yeah, I'm trying to get this. Other. It's just so funny too now watching these movies like as a, a person in their early, very, very, very early 40s. Um, but looks like, like a, a good 38. Rem- like every time the fucking phone rang, like I just got this like mm. shiver down my spine because I just hate that ring mm-hmm. because that was the ring of every single telephone in mm-hmm. the world. And it's just like, Oh my god! I can't for, like. Do you know what's worse than that though? What's that? Is that so? You remember that sound, that ring from when you were a kid and growing yeah. up and whatever. Is that now that we have these smartphones that everybody walks around with, that there is still a generation of people that put that ring yeah. as the ringer on this yeah. phone that you could have literally any fucking sound play. Yeah. I like, and then have it at the <laughs> loudest volume possible while in the store. I love when the super duper old people that have their cell phones mm-hmm. where it's the obnoxiously loud ring mm-hmm. and then the voice says, you have an incoming call. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> because they can't, they, they, they tune out the fucking noise. Yeah. What they'll hear. noise? <laughs> what could that possibly be? You have an incoming call. I oh, get it's the- my phone. <laughs> it's always funny to me when I see someone older at the store and their phone rings really loud and they don't, it doesn't say that, it just right. rings, but then they stand there looking in the aisle like what they're looking for and it's ringing and I caught it the first like millisecond. Yeah. And they're just still standing there looking, and then they go like ten seconds there, go, oh, and then like digging their purse, and I'm like, holy, holy shit, did that take that long for yeah. it to like get to your brain? I always, anytime somebody's phone rings, I don't really say it at work here because I'm trying to make money, but like <laughs> where I was like at jobs where I was like I got paid the same no matter what. Yeah. Like if a phone ob- obnoxiously rang like that, I'm like, ah, oh, they should put silencers on those things. Oh <laughs> <laughs> <Phone> wait. <laughs> Uh, I had uh, two last ones. So one uh, of the other... Titties? Well, no, because I, I still have my titties. I haven't done any titties yet. Oh. Well, chop, chop. Let's get to them. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Go ahead. What are you... Background? No. So these are the... Oh, oh, okay. Got it. So one of them was for an actor. Uh, mm-hmm. So the guy, the his boss, whatever, the guy with the neck brace. Yeah. He Which... Was... Okay. So he is uh, in Men in Black. Yeah, he, he, oh, he's the guy, guy, the owner of Orion. Yeah, Orion's belt. 
Yeah, I kind of had an await with him too because I actually, for a set, for a split second, thought that he might have been the dean from Cornwall University. So I was like, "Oh goddamn oh. it!" <laughs> like, that would have been so funny. No. If I missed that if you entirely. Missed, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like, like, for that, a second, that's the one you got. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the dude's in a neck brace, and then Michael Douglas with his his cool voice. Is that a good? That one? was actually not bad. Hey, I'm Michael Douglas, and you're listening to yeah, real good. I think you lost it, but yeah. lost it. Yeah. The, the S's were pretty close. All right, yeah. so <laughs> they, he's wearing the neck brace. Fine, they don't say anything about it. Cool. Sure. Then they all get into the room. He's like, "Oh, are we going to talk about why you're wearing that neck brace?" And they all have their little chuckle inside joke, and yeah. then we don't and then give never nothing. Explain whatever. There's yeah. absolutely no payoff nope. whatsoever. Like, what happened? Right, like they, I thought, they, I thought they were intentionally not talking about it because oh, it's a, yeah. it's a thing. Don't talk about it, and so we won't. And then you bring it up, and then still don't fucking talk yeah. about it. It would have been really Bastards. funny if, like, while at the end of the movie when they were zooming in on the family photo, it was like, oh, by the way, the guy, <laughs> the guy in the neck brace was looking to the left when he got rear-ended. Right, yeah. something <laughs> like just Some something of, stupid. Yeah, the very last one, um, and I don't, I bring this up for a couple of reasons, but so she. Alex, the oh. fucking psycho, yeah. mm-hmm. drives a Volkswagen Scirocco. Mm. Scirocco, that's what that was. That's, yeah. yeah, so I, as she has, uh, so there's a, not not only is there IMDB, there is a IMCDB, oh. Internet Movie Car Database, which oh. I've known about for a long time and I fucking love it. It's okay. a great site. But they'll they'll give like all information, like they'll do screen caps of different oh, movies. Yeah, I and like they'll tell that. you which oh. cars are in awesome. those screen caps. Yeah. God, I wish I cared about cars. So uh, I knew it was I knew it was the first generation, so it's a Mark One, because I had a Mark II. I actually had an eighty six Scirocco. Wow. For a while. What color was it? Uh it was like a silverish blue. Hmm. I don't remember the, the name, I think it was like a did it smell like blue. But... Did it smell like a crayon? <laughs> what? No. Every Volkswagen I've ever been in smells like a fucking box of crayons. Oh, no. I don't, I don't, I, like, I've owned three, and I've not done smell I, It's so weird. I don't know if it's like the plastic they use for the I interior. I think you had a stroke. <laughs> did I probably it smell did. like a crayon? Uh, so, so they're really specific. It's a 1977 Scirocco. For oh. all I fucking cared. She's so rolling in a 10-year-old car. Like, yeah. What's and it was, again, because it's a movie, it's fucking mint condition, but it's 10 years old in fucking New York. Also, she always happens. Whatever city. She also lived in the scariest fucking apartment complex it. on purpose ever and then yeah. hit her fucking key like no if you live in that place you don't hide your key somewhere no you keep that shit on you and you have 18 locks also and when he goes and he like just pushes every button if i live, <laughs> in, that, if I live in that building i'm at least been like uh hello who is he? Yes. <laughs> like, if they don't somebody <laughs> buzzes him in like a murder's about to happen in this building yeah. if i just hopefully they're not going to come oh, to my door yeah hopefully they don't know they buzzed me <laughs> like somebody's getting killed mm-hmm. if just it's a random buzz and i'm like who is it like it's herberts and gerberts like it always is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't even ask herbs and gerbs your mac and cheese here oh. <sighs> okay okay for for some titties do, okay. or, do you do, have one more thing before i get to my, my no titties? it's okay i i, I would i'm really hoping that one of your titties is what the fuck did she dump on his car no it actually doesn't explain that like i, I couldn't find it at least like, i assumed it was some kind of acid some form of like, acid yeah like i assumed lie just because it does mm, i don't know whatever it was man like, it's acid. putting off fumes and he sets little floppy-eared <laughs> bunny That's down yeah what take a few steps back there md right i was picturing like oh no because i i knew the bunny was gonna die immediately oh yeah, yeah like obvious. we all did okay yeah. yeah like as soon as the red light hit the bunny when he was in the elevator i was like god damn it the bunny's gonna die <laughs> yeah. and then when yep. he set the bunny down i was like oh no the acid's gonna like leak down and eat the kid and then the bunny i don't know or the fumes yeah. and then it didn't i was like oh thank god and then it got worse <laughs> no. yeah no but go on with your titties <sighs> okay show us all of them yes yeah, here are all the titties so I, I i did minimize them but we didn't get to them so i'm gonna go through these quickly okay hopefully so the the knife prop that was used in this movie glenn close actually has it and she hangs it in her kitchen so one guest <laughs> come over so it, she, it's beautiful it's made of wood and paper it's a work of art it's also nice for when our guests come over to tell them to you know not stay too long. Right. Uh, <laughs> I would absolutely keep a prop oh, like that. Oh, if I was, if I was yeah. ever in a movie, I would steal as a- much as, as I could. As much as possible. I yeah. make it a habit to steal at least one thing a year. And you're yeah. going to break that rule if you're in a movie because you're stealing like 30 things. If it's one offense, though, like 
yeah, you're I know right. your you're rules right. of like whatever. my rules of life. I like, and it's it's not necessarily big things, and usually it's by accident, like that I'll steal something, where you know you accidentally don't scan the case of pop underneath the shopping cart. Sure. Yeah. Then you get out to your car and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. And you look back and you're like, shit, I'm like 30 feet away from the door. <laughs> you're like, like ah. ah, it's my coke now. Whatever grocery store I <laughs> yes. shop at. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right, so uh, so there's two Ellens in this movie. Yeah. Ellen, the child actress, mm-hmm. and El- Ellen Foley, who's the actress who plays Hildy, the wife of Fat Lawyer Friend. Fat Lawyer Friend, yeah. Uh, Ellen Foley, uh, Fat Lawyer Friend, uh, she is the voice in the duet with Meatloaf in Paradise with the Dashboard Lights. That really? is a fascinating kid. She titty. is not in the video, and she's not the one that's doing the recording for the video, but on the record, on the album, she is doing the voice. She is the singer in Paradise with the Dashboard Lights. That's cool. You, you know what's really funny, and I know we're not at that seggy yet, but like I thought last night, I was like, if I, if I was going to reboot this whole son of a gun, mm-hmm. like I would make her pink. Mm. Oh, that would be cool. Because I was yeah. like, oh, that's pink if I if I mm-hmm. get far enough into this where I'm actually like <laughs> caring who the fuck she is. Yeah. But let's, in the dinner scene too, where they're sitting diagonal from each other, like the couples, and it they're is, like kissing each other on the lake. I'm like, this is so fucking weird. It seemed yeah. very odd, but that seemed a little bit more like close friends in the 80s. Like not quite swingers, but like... Yeah, exploratory, like, like really best friends. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah, like I, you know, like you know, I want to sit probably across from whoever I'm with. That way, I don't have to turn my head to look at you. Right. You know. Yeah. Fargo but yeah, if I were ever, I don't think I've ever been friends with somebody close enough to where I'd like want to kiss them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I barely want to hug people. <laughs> <laughs> like, let no, alone like a ugh. good a good hug. Like uh, will change I'm, your life. A hug is fine. A but good hug, but yeah, like like a kiss. Mm, mm, those not, are reserved. Not necessary, mm, yeah, yeah, no. Those are reserved for Teddy. Yeah. So. <laughs> I w- All right. Okay, you got any so, more Teddy's? Yeah, he's the, got a lot more. The the other Ellen, uh, the young Ellen, the child yeah. actress, um, in the scene where Michael Douglas and his wife are fighting, uh, to get the desired reaction out of her. Behind the scenes, it's Michael Douglas uh, basically bullying her and threatening to take away her stuffed unicorn that she was holding, saying, Aww. look at that stupid unicorn. I'm going to throw it in the garbage. Aww. So she begins crying and hugging it tighter and walking away. Poor Ruby So that's, that's how he got the thing out of her. So as soon as he yelled cut, Douglas immediately apologized to her running over. I'm only kidding. Hugged. All this kind of stuff. Um, Douglas is like, I felt guilty doing it, but you got to do what you got to do. Leave <laughs> that for the director, not the yeah. actor. <laughs> If I was an actor and they're like, hey, bully this child and yeah. threaten to take oh. it. Like, we need her to cry and be yeah. like, no, 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 that's your job. I'm like, I, I, a thousand I'd like, percent, I'd be like, do oh, it. yep, I'm in. Yep. <gasps> yeah. I, I, when, do you, when do you get to bully a child and get paid for it and it'd be fine? Today, <laughs> this morning, I went, and, <laughs> I went and had lunch at mm-hmm. Molly's school because mm-hmm. she wanted me to come have lunch with her before school got out, out of kindergarten. And I was like... Yes, I will absolutely do that. It was French toast stick day. So oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Like, I am in. Mm-hmm. And ha- about halfway through the lunch, and I'm not going to name names, but some of those kids are real fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> like, obviously. There was a girl that was literally poking me in the face with her finger and telling me that she was my queen and that I was grounded for life. And I was like, it took every fiber of my being to not deck this kid. Yep. Like, and like, I can't remember what I like. I turned and I asked her something and she was, she said, she said something back to me. And then I turned to Molly and I said, Molly, thank you for being you. (laughs) And then I kissed her on the forehead. Yes. Like, uh, if you ever act like this. I will take your stuffed unicorn away. <laughs> oh, anyway, <laughs> I like I was I was so enraged, and I could tell that like some of the cafeteria ladies were like watching this, watching, and, being like, and like they were probably like, "Man, this guy's really keeping his cool," because yeah. I'd have choked the shit out of that kid by now. I, I feel that lunch ladies are like one or the other. It's very polar opposite. They either love kids and are yeah. sweet, like, oh my goodness, goodness. Or they're like lunch lady Doris, like a fuck you, yeah. eat the slop, get the fuck out of my face. Yeah. That's it. Molly's, there's, there's no in between. Molly's lunch lady, when, because, you know, she's like, 
do you want your french toast sticks and she's like yes please do you want your cheese omelet yes please and then she looked at me and she said you have the sweetest daughter Aww. and i was like i know You're like, I, I know i know i know it's, all right it's not last up. titty and then we can do seggies right. okay uh so glenn close's agent called the the producers writers like say hey she's express- expressing interest she wants to play alex forrest uh and was told, please don't make her come in. She's completely wrong for the part. The uh, director also said, the last person on earth I would want to play Alex. Wow. Was Glenn Close? Yeah. Wow. Huh. But yeah. she ended up playing Alex. She ended up, yeah. So uh, there was like 18 other people in front of her. Like, wow. she, was, she, was, she wasn't even considered. She was last choice, last pick. And she went in and just crushed the audition and went crazy. And it worked, hmm. apparently. She, she should marry somebody with the last name but no cigar. And then I... I <laughs> Hyphenated. And then hyphenated. <laughs> I haven't dropped one of those in weeks. Yeah. That's, I, yeah. <laughs> because then her name would be Glenn Close, but no cigar, which is a saying in, in the parlance of our times. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. All, right. Yep. All right. So that leads into the reboot. So reboot. If, since if it wasn't going to be her, who would you pick to play Alex? Who would I, if I was rebooting it modern day? Modern yeah, we, we, day. Let's re, let's reboot Goof this Modern day reboot. I did the top three. I did too. I did Same. Dan, Beth, and Alex. Dan is Bradley Cooper. God damn you, son mm. of a bitch. I'm glad I got to go first because you stole all my Stranger Things stuff <laughs> last week. Let's see how far I can get into this. All right. Beth, I did Anne Hathaway. You son of a bitch. That's two for two. Two for two? Yep. I, 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 I highly doubt you have this one then. Oh, let's oh, see. Oh, God. Are we, uh, this is gonna be weird. This if you is do. gonna be really weird because we are on the same cycles, like the last, <laughs> like the last month. For Alex, I did Jane Krakowski. Nope. Okay. Because she plays, <laughs> the, but, babysitter. But she plays the babysitter. So, so it's a good yeah. tie-in. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was okay. like, I'm gonna tie her back in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, since uh, two thirds of mine is already taken away, I also <laughs> had Bradley Cooper and Anne Hathaway. But uh, for Alex Forrest, I did Emma Roberts. American Horror Story, oh. okay. the blonde one. Oh, right. She would crush that role as crazy bitch. Yeah, I was, she is crazy. She, 100%, yes. I was or, thinking about wild-haired girl from American Pie slash Orange is the New, Orange is the New Black. Oh, um, Natasha yeah, something. But, I, yeah, Bradley Cooper's not fucking that over Anne Hathaway. <laughs> well, but also look at Beth versus Alex. The actual Alex. life versus... True, girl. yeah. I mean, I mean it doesn't, it's not about that. Yeah, I, I think know. it's more about the ooh, I'm the surprised affair. we both had Anne Hathaway. I yeah, a little bit, a- too. I was debating... Who else was I have? Uh, Natalie Portman was my second. Show. I also Ooh. have Anne Hathaway in my mix. Oh, I okay. almost but- did Alex as Charlize Theron. Just because I don't know she can play crazy. I'm and I know that didn't. she's not afraid to... I almost did her as the wife for a second, but... Yeah. Yeah, just, just get out of my head. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm <laughs> occupying that space. What do you got for All right. I, okay, so for I, I have Anne Hathaway, but I have Anne Hathaway for Alex. Okay. Okay. Because I think she could play, because she always yeah. plays like, you know, everyone thinks of her as sweet. I want to see her crazy. Sure. Which is kind of what Glenn Close was for this movie. Yeah, yep. yeah. exactly. Yep. For Dan, <laughs> you're going to love this, John, because I put all women in this movie. For Dan, I have Sandra Bullock. Okay. okay. And then for Beth, I have Jennifer Connelly. Oh, yeah. So imagine Sandra Bullock and Jennifer Connelly as a lovely lesbian couple. Jennifer Connelly would have murdered somebody so much sooner than that. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, but imagine them as a lo- <laughs> <laughs> as a nice lesbian couple. And then Anne Hathaway, the younger, like, you know, whatever, comes in. And Sandra Bullock is like, ooh, yeah. I could see that. Okay. Yeah. Do they have an adopted child? They have cats. They have cats. <laughs> are they, are they, they, they cats? One of, the, one they of those cats is one going in the, the fucking cats. pot. Oh. Just so, hey, I'm sorry. You're the one making it a lesbian couple. It's true. One of those cats has Maybe to die. Maybe they'll have turtles instead. That's less sad. Tur- it's turtle boiled. stew. Yeah, if it's boiled versus. It's a have you ever had sure. turtle so stew? Are, no. I have not had turtle stew. I either. haven't either. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good. Just All, right. So, all right. All right. Uh, <laughs> fuck Mary Kill. Fuck Mary Kill. Fuck Mary. Well, you go first. I'll go first this time. So See it's if you... probably going to be the same fucking thing. But. Yep. Uh, so I'm effing uh, Jane Krakowski. Same. Yep. Uh, marrying. Wait, uh, the babysitter? Yeah. yeah. Is she old enough? Yeah. Now. <laughs> and when we were in, in 1987, yes, she was old enough oh, for us. <laughs> and currently, yes, she is also old enough yes. for us. Okay. Uh, and she's beautiful. Marrying Ann Archer or Beth. Beth. Yep. Uh, and killing Alex because bat shit insane. Trifecta. Yeah. I don't even have to go. Okay. It. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm effing because not Dan. No. Because first off, I don't 
I like can't that. Wait to, I can't wait to hear you. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then I didn't want the friend because Stuart. I don't want to see him without then. his clothes on. No offense, <laughs> but it's just not my thing. Uh, so I picked Arthur. Arthur. So, Herman Munster. Yeah, yeah all right. One convo guy. It's like, a giant jaw. That's what it is. Well, excuse me. What? What also, is a you? Also, he's tall. Yeah. And he's is. like, not Dan. So. <laughs> yeah. T- tall and funny is what does it for apparently. But you're 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 fucking him. Yes. So and like, I'm marrying Beth. Okay. Obviously. Good. Obviously. Good. She's the only. She's the mar- only marriable, marriable yeah. person in this entire movie. And then I'm killing Dan. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Because here's the thing. He was, also, like, he was the cheater. Here's he the put thing. himself in the situation. Yeah, so here's the thing is Alex is mentally unhinged yeah. and mentally unstable, and she did sleep with a married man and she knew he was he was married. Yep. Right. But also, she's not married. She's like whatever. But Dan is the one who's married and has a child with this woman, is like, hey, you know what? Fuck you. I'm gonna go sleep with this other woman. Yeah. Fuck and, off. And just the like so, and, so casual about it. Yeah, and I don't want to advocate for infidelity at Mm-mm. all. But if you both are sitting at dinner and you both, you know, let's get some coffee. All right, let's get some coffee. Hey, do you want to go have some discreet sex? Uh, check, please. <laughs> right, like, right, yeah. Also, just go have discreet sex. Also, it was kind of implied. In I'm the- not going to throw you in my kitchen sink on my dirty dishes yeah. and oh. fucking feed you water. Coming that out was of the such a gross scene. Okay, so it, brought, it got brought up again. So my very last titty. I did write this down <laughs> okay. because it. it Plays parts. Um, so, what kind of dishes were they? No, uh, okay. uh, the director uh, he didn't want the love scene to take place in a bed because it's so dreary. And he thought about doing a sink because he remembered he once had sex with a girl over a sink. Okay. Uh, the plates clank around and you laugh. You always need to have a laugh on a sex scene. So he added that because he had sex with a girl over a sink or at a sink once in his life. Understandable, but the faucet, like, you don't need to playfully the rest of the splash water, water in your face. The fact that yeah, she took no. water and then rubbed it all over his face, yeah. face and I was like, ew. Yeah. It could have been done vastly differently. When she, but- cut, when she cut her wrist, too, and she gives him the hug, and he's like, and then, oh, your hands yeah, are your all hands wet. Your hands are wet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Also, the fact when he was trying to take his pants off and he like couldn't, I'm like, this is what you want to have sex with? <laughs> so he can't take his fucking pants off. Sometimes pants can be tough. His yeah, but tidy whiteies and his pants around his ankles that, and he's falling over. Yeah. That was bad. That yeah. whole scene too. And then like, uh, uh, like <laughs> the, well, at the beginning of the movie when he's sitting there and he's got his fucking cans on like I do right now, mm-hmm. and his daughter allegedly, is laying right next to him. Like I was just like, oh, that's like me editing this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yep. Daddy, what? Uh, I'm sorry, what, honey? <laughs> yes, you can go get some apple juice. I love you. <laughs> sorry, right, Dad. so we, Dad's we, talking about Jane Krakowski right now. We, we have some uh, reviews. Yeah, I have two reviews. Two okay. reviews. Uh, let's do... One good, one bad? Uh, no, they're both kind of bad, whatever. Good. Both gave him three stars. That's this middle. one kind of... <laughs> this is from Bill Moran. Moran, yeah. Moran. Yeah. In my head, after reading it, I thought Bill Moron. But anyway, um, it says, it's a good show, but why keep jumping back to the past? Oh, this is probably from for the, the show. TV show that yeah. just came out. Okay, yeah. I just yeah. now got that. By the way, it just came out to a TV show yeah. in 2023. So he put yeah. this on the reviews for the movie, though. Oh, okay. Not the show. Right. This so is it, from so, the movie. So it is Moron. Got it. Yeah. It gets better. Yeah. Uh, so this is what he wrote. It's a good show, but why keep jumping back to the past and, and further do much? Why are so many writers doing this? Because it ducks. <laughs> I, 71, and stick to old shows where writers had class and actually wrote great scripts. Uh, good luck to the young generation. I'll pray for you. Ugh. You know what, Bill? Save your fucking prayers, dude. Yeah. Like, I don't need any of your opinions falling on my ears. Nope. I had two choices for shirts to wear for this one. One was this, which yeah. is uh, I like my whiskey straight, but my friends go either way. Or God is gay. <laughs> so uh, that's that's to you, motherfucker. I am wearing my Autobahn shirt, uh, Nagelbecht. That's German for uh, bed of nails. These are a German techno pop. They released one album in the seventies. I am wearing... That's a big Lebowski reference. Oh, okay. I didn't get that. I am wearing my Peloton shirt. I do not own a Peloton, but I got it at the Goodwill because it was a long (laughs) sweatshirt and it looked comfortable. And I made the joke that you probably get more use out of that than most people get out of their Pelotons. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I got one more review. This is from Stephen Smith. Gave it three stars. 
it's dated but still holds up. I had forgotten about her claim to be pregnant. It moves right along. My wife is frigid, so I can see how he got into this mess. Jesus. Very realistic gunshot at the end. The older generation is fucking terrifying. Also, also the fact that she was frigid is like, in the very beginning, they're getting ready for bed, and it's kind of implied, like, ooh, we're going to maybe have sex tonight. And then he, like, goes and brushes his teeth, and he comes back, and his little daughter's in the bed. And so the wife's like, well, Mm. yeah, what are you going to do? She's so cold when she opens her legs, the furnace kicks on. Yeah, boomer humor is so (laughs) Right, it's like, she's so frigid. It's like, your daughter Uh, climbed in the bed. You have a child. That's what happens. It is literally what happens every night. Yeah, it it's a thing like settle the fuck Do you, down you yeah. don't need to go have sex with some random woman that Deal you met it. Just Fucking a. make sure the curtains are closed mm. <laughs> <laughs> make sure you have curtains have, 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 yeah, curtains. have curtains yeah weird movie uh, uh yeah i hate it should we it. give it a star jo- uh, yeah one one oh, one give, star. I'll give it a one and a half. Yeah, it's decent I, acting. Like I said, I like Glenn Close. Yeah, in it. Glenn she, she did well. She did do good. I'm, here's the thing. I'm glad I watched it because yeah. I have never seen it. Same. Same. Uh, You're welcome. I'm glad that we're almost done talking about it because <laughs> I don't ever need to watch it again. Nope. I'm excited about will, next week. If, I will never watch my. Ch- I will never let my child watch this movie. No, oh. absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, Michael Douglas is fucking awful in Ant-Man Quantumania. Like, he was the reason... He's really good in the first one, though. He was the reason I turned it off. Really? Yeah, because... Now I want to watch it more, Because I was like... Him and Michelle Pfeiffer both, I guess, where it's just like... It was just like they they don't want to be there. Yeah. It's like... But they're signed on for I'm sure, how many I'm movies. sure they're yeah, fucking locked like in the you can just yeah. like he can you, like he just does not want to be there, and you can tell, and it's just like this is fucking so painful. I can't mm, do it. I do kind of want to watch it now. Same. I'm going to I'm going yeah. to finish it. Yeah, just yeah. Like I'm pot committed. I've got to watch all the Marvel movies. Oh sure. But like mm. after Thor: Love and Thunder, I don't feel oh, too my obligated. God, that movie sucked. That was bad. Okay, should we guess what uh, yeah. Chris's pick is going to be? All right. All right. I'm going to pick you're going with Michael Douglas into One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. No. Damn it. If I was going to go for Michael Douglas, I would have done the game. Because every time we kept talking about Michael Douglas, uh, I really wanted to go back to that movie. He's decent in it, and the movie itself is fucking fantastic. Never heard of it. So watch the game if you want to see a good Michael Douglas <laughs> movie. That's it. Done. Okay. Right. John? Uh, my guess is that you are going to go with Fred Gwynn and we're going to be watching Pet Cemetery. Oh. Close, but no. I but say no close, cigar? But, uh, Glenn close, close, but no <laughs> cigar. Glenn Close, but no cigar. Uh, no. So going through the IMDb, I saw that uh, his secretary, Dan's secretary, Martha, mm-hmm. is Lois Smith, who played Aunt Meg in Twister, one of the greatest oh, movies oh. of all time. That's always on TV too. It like, is. like it, like it, they even say it on Letter Kenny. Like yeah. you don't even like you guys want to go watch Twister. Yeah, <laughs> are you sure it's on? Like it's always on TV. Yeah. So I, I didn't even look for any streaming service. It's on. It's fucking Twister. You'll yeah. find it somewhere. Just flip through channels. Twister's gonna be on. I've I, like I've already got. I already like have so many things in my mind about I've, what I'm gonna talk about next week. I've seen that movie so much as a kid, but only ever on TV. Yeah. So I don't think I've ever seen the whole thing like from start to finish because I've just it's like you're flipping through and you're like Twister's on. And you'll you're watch probably it. missing the best parts too because they cut out some oh, stuff. I've, yeah, got, probably, a, I've yeah. got a whole grab bag of people to work with. Yeah. you do. You are welcome by yeah, for that one. Thank by you the way. very much. But, uh, it's one of my favorite movies. It's a fun, action-packed movie from the '90s. You it's, can't get better than that. It's kind of like um, it has the same vibe, not in the, what it is, but of Independence Day. Independence where it's like just a movie that's like on all the time yep and every time you put it on you're just like yeah and you watch it and it's like the ultimate noodle boiler yeah and you just put it on and you do your thing and whatever and you can enjoy it and it's still quotable as all hell yeah Yeah. it's educational it is (laughs) it covers all the bases it is um let's see so yeah if you liked what you heard Mm -hmm. uh if you have or or saw if you're watching us on youtube Mm -hmm. You can search for us at Yeah Real Good on all of your platforms, your Facebooks, your Twitters, your Instagrams. Mm-hmm. Email us at yahrealgood at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. If you want to buy any stuff that has our logo and design, or we've got a few other things that say, sorry, Deb. We forgot to apologize to Deb today. We said fuck a lot. So <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sorry, Deb. Deb. Uh, you can go to redbubble.com, search Yah Real Good Pod. Uh, there's some fun stuff on there. Chris is displaying our mouse pad proudly right now on the screen. 
that's not from Redbubble. That's from Walgreens. But guess what? By the time this posts, I'll have a I'll have mouse pads on Redbubble. How about yeah, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. It is an option. I'll do it. It is yep. an option. All right. So yeah, I'll get, get them on there. And you know what? You don't like you don't think you need a, a mouse pad, but you do. But you do. Yeah, it makes using a mouse a lot easier. It does. <laughs> Turns Oddly out enough. Yeah. But I still, you know what? I still just use the thing. I can't. Really? I can't get used sure. to using a mouse again. Yeah. So we've got one week but to anyway. watch Twister. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be, be, I'm assuming, the umpteenth time for all of us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah well, I uh, hope you enjoyed listening to us uh, talk shit about Fatal Attraction. <laughs> uh, if you haven't seen it, save yourself an hour and a half yeah. and just go for a walk around the neighborhood. Yep. And Take your dog to the park. don't fuck any strangers. <laughs> yeah, don't, uh, don't cheat on your wife. Yeah. yeah. No matter how frigid she is. <laughs> yeah, that cold bitch. Yeah, jeez. And with that, this was Yeah Real Good. My name is John. I'm Ellen. I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Yeah. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs>